Hello! お疲れ様です。ファコです。今日は Decision Fatigue 選択肢って多ければ多いほどいいのっていうことについて話していきたいと思います。I don't know if this is like a very well-known concept in Japan, but at least in the States or at least where I live, Decision Fatigue is very real. It's,、um, It's a very pretty well known concept.、Um, what do you think? Decision fatigue is a decision. It's 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 a decision. まあ、日常生活に疲れが溜まっていくっていうことなんですね。で、I think one of the prime examples of people who are minimizing decision fatigue will be Steve Jobs.Steve、um, Jobs is well known for this, like, you know, always wearing the same black turtleneck sweater or t-shirt or whatever that was, and then the same jeans and the same shoes. No matter what, no matter the all hands meeting, no matter what the you know, daily like, grocery shopping, or even when he announced the iPhone 3, he was wearing the same exact outfits every single day. And the point of it was to minimize decision fatigue because when he wakes up in the morning, and you know,、um, if you take a look at his closet and see all the same clothes, You don't even have to think about, like, oh,、uh, like, what should I wear? Like, because you can't. Decisions are already made for you.、Um, you already know that you're gonna wear that turtleneck and the jeans and the shoes. And so that simplifies your life a lot,、um, especially in the morning time. Steve Jobs' case is quite important. マーク・ザッカーバーグも似たようなことをしていてでこれは全てそのディシジョン・ファティーグっていうのを、えー、と最小限にするためにやってるって言ってるんですね。And I think that's very very important.、Um, honestly, like I, I wouldn't、um, I wouldn't do like this like minimization of decision fatigue to their extent. Like I Definitely have fun like choosing outfits and whatnot, so I'm not gonna go to that level. But I also like agree with why we like all get tired from making those decisions because you know that's why I think that's why this food delivery service like HelloFresh and Blue Apron got very popular because those services don't very don't very um. They don't really, you know,、um, they don't really minimize the time you cook, really. You still cook your food. It's a raw food that gets delivered. But then what's being eliminated is the time you plan what to cook for your dinner or lunch. えっと、まあ、ハローフレッシュとかブルーエプロンっていう、ブルーエプロンっていう、えっと、まあ、食料デリバリーサービスがあるんですけどでそれは何かっていうと、まあ、そのえっ、ー、と毎月毎週でもいいんですけど、えー、と自分が食べたい
メニューを選んで、で、それに必要な食料をその分だけ、えっ、ー、と、送ってくれるんですね。そうすると、まあ、いざその料理したいとか、まあ、昼ご飯食べたいとか、夜ご飯食べたいってなった時に、じゃあ何作ろうっていう考える時間がすごく減るんですね。And I think that's the one example, another example of tackling decision fatigue.、Um, Because I do feel that, you know, whenever we think about, like, oh, what should I eat for dinner? What should I eat for lunch? Yeah, like, it is kind of like what's being the bottleneck with cooking. I personally don't hate the action of cooking, but I don't like deciding what to cook. And I, I feel like a lot of people are on the same boat as me.、Um, so, you know, that's decision fatigue. And だからこういうふうに日常生活に、えっ、ー、と、まあ、決断するものが多ければ多いほど疲れやすいっていうコンセプトなんですけど、私が、what I've been wondering recently is how much, like, how far does that decision fatigue influence me? Like, to what extent, to what scale does that influence my life? And like I said, like it could be as small as this, you know, oh, what should I wear? Oh, what should I eat? That kind of like small, smaller scale impact. But the biggest impact that I、uh, could have on my own life would be like the job that I'll take, or the general industry that I want to be, or, you know, Do I like things like that? Like, do I continue with my work that I have, or do I want to go back to grad school? Or, you know, where do I want to live in my life?、Um, and things like that. I don't know if it goes as to like what I look for in a partner. I don't know. I, I would have to come back to that question. But You know, things like that. It's very big decision that you can make for your own. And sometimes, like, it's not your decision. It's not really up to you. It's, it can be based on your parents' situation. It can be where your upbringing is. It can be based on your physical、um, location is. But that's like one of the bigger decisions that I, as you know, 20 something year old woman in the States, can make. And I've been wondering if that decision fatigue is creeping or has ever crept, crept up on me in those kind of decisions.、Um, and I do feel like that, you know, it's true.、Um, えっと、だからその日常生活で小さいその決断、例えばその何着ればいいかとか、何夕飯何しようかなとかそういうちっちゃいこともあれば、まあ、その反対にはもうあのどういう仕事をしたいかとかもっと大きな、えー、と疑問というか、えー、と課題があるじゃないですかでそこまでデシ,デシジョンファティーグっていうのはそこまで影響あるのかなってちょっと最近思っててで I think what my friends from college and I've been saying is that it's a yes、um, なんかこれ言うと、this, the thing I'm gonna say sounds like a, such a first world problem, but,、um, I feel like sometimes 
when we are given with many many options that you know my parents or most of us in the world would die for when those options came in front of us some part of us are like i wish some part of us think that like hey like i kind of wish that i had less options so that like i know what to do i know what i can do and i cannot do um and again i'm gonna repeat like this sounds like such a first world problem but i don't want to disregard that because um it feels very real to me and a lot of my friends whom i'm spent um a lot of time in college with eto tatoeba tatoeba っていうか何の tatoeba なんだけど <laughs> あの私がクラスを取ってる時にあのまあちょっとバックトラックしてえっと my majors my the first major I decided to take was urban studies 都市計画なんですねで3年生の秋になってえっと都市計画にデータサイエンスをプラスしようっていうことになってっていうふうに決めてえっとだから結局結果4年間でその2つの専攻をあの選んだんですね。で、その都市計画のクラスを取ってる時に、I think the feeling that I often left my classroom with was very vague, very、um, like very open-ended. That as much as it inspired me to tackle on this like big problems in the world, It left me a little bit hopeless and a little bit lost because I didn't know what I can do within a field or with my degree. Let me explain a bit. So, a の都市計画っていうのは、えっ、ー、とまあ社会問題とかあとまあその世界にあるあやるあらゆる問題がえっ、ー、とまあどういう経済面でどういう影響を起こしてるかとか、あと人種差別とかそういう社会的な正義がどういうふうに影響されてるとか、まあ、社会問題全体をひっくるめて、それをデザインにどう落としていくかっていう、あの、フィールドなんですね。でも、その都市計画っていうのはフィジカルなその建物とか施設を作るっていうものもあれば、えっ、ー、と、まあ、仕組みを作るっていう、あの何て言うの取り組みの仕方もあってで、えっと、その選考を取る上で、まあ、あのずっと習ってるのがそのどういう人たちがどういう取り組み方をしてでどういう困難を乗り越えてきてでどんな失敗をしてきたかっていうのを結構なあのストーリー性になってそのな学ぶんですね。And、I think it's very、um, important for me That, or not just for me, but then for all of us to learn about those things because, you know, after taking those classes, I learned that the world is such a gray place. It's not just like black and white place at all. It's complex. It's, you know, there's no silver bullet. Silver bullet, do you know? There's no like one definite solution to a problem. That's what we learned in、um, urban studies classes. But at the same time, like, 
we're always told that you know there's this option to do like solve this problem but then you could use this aspect of the world and then tackle that issue there's just so open-ended and i was like okay like that's great but like what now you know and that's when i felt like okay well maybe not necessarily decision fatigue but i felt a little overwhelmed with the options or how vague um my path looked like and then i added data science data science is えっと、ま、コンピューターサイエンスに近い部分もあるんですけど、I think the the goal of data science was much more clear. And with the demand of like, you know, people taking data science classes in the workforce and everything, there are so many like um like places for data science people in the workforce, but a lot of them are very like similar. At least what at least like what undergraduate people can do after you know graduating from college they have very similar positions you know like オードはえっとデータサイエンスの成功を取った人たちのオードはまあなんかビッグテックでえっとデータサイエンスのメジャーを使ってもアナリストとしていたりとかあとまあなんかそういうなんだろう ちょっと何が成功かみたいな感じがあるような風にえっと私はあの感じたんですね。で、あいがい、I the classes and the people around me and then how people around me treat me for you know having the data science versus urban dis- urban studies um the difference was like i felt more lost in urban studies partially because it was such an open ended it was very blur it was very real but because it was so real it was too open ended for me to handle at that time um because it seems like there are so many options there are so many paths that you can um tackle the issues that you care about though i don't know if i'm putting it in a very like compact way so that like you guys understand but um in my head like it kind of makes sense like the difference between urban studies and data science and how different i felt um taking those classes but again like that was one of the moments when i felt like i was in this decision fatigue i felt like urban studies were just giving me too many <clears throat> like too many mini options too many options that are equally impactful and equally meaningful to the world 
but then data science where just there's definitely hierarchy in um you know how you apply that degree whether that's right or wrong i i don't think that's completely right for us to make the hierarchy but you know like the best in odo the best way is that like for you to use the data science degree and then like work as a data science or data analyst or business analyst as you know at a the company that are as big as possible and that was like the quote-unquote right way to use your degree um and i didn't agree with it but it felt like it was a bit easier because it was less thinking involved um so yeah i think that was my thoughts from you know my college life and this decision fatigue I'm, i don't want to say i'm in like fatigue but like it took me a long time for me to um like be overwhelmed or be i guess like yeah like tired of the options and then flip that into like welcoming that and being enjoying that being more grateful and you know being able to be in that position i didn't i wasn't able to feel that until i like say out loud that i was very much lost and i didn't know what i wanted to do in my life um like now be uh, like because i'm able to like say out loud and admit and accept and almost like welcome this vagueness of where i'm going in the future um i'm not feeling like fatigue from you know having this like many options or possible paths in my life like before before i was you know still like looking for like okay like what should i do in my life what are what do i want to devote to um throughout my life when i'm just like thinking about that i was so scared of having too many options and i was just solely complaining and solely just very anxious about that but at one point i was able to just say like okay like i think it's great that i'm keeping my path pretty vague and uh, flexible because that means i'm you know open-minded and i'm able to just like pivot my my directions to something else if i wanted to or if i needed to or if i should if i feel like i should um and yeah so now like in college i used to feel the decision fatigue and like big life decisions but now i don't feel that way i feel more excited that i get to make those decisions and i guess that's my point like it is true that decision fatigue impacts you in this like very big life like decisions or questions but it is sort of up to you if you make it a fatigue or make it um like something that you're looking forward to i guess that's i guess i'm going to end this episode this way um i don't i don't really have anything else to say and i don't think i have a good conclusion in this episode but 
Anyway, that's it for my episode today. えっと、今回のエピソードいかがだったでしょうかちょっと途中からほぼほぼ英語になってしまったかもしれないんですけど、えっと、もし楽しんでいただけたら嬉しいです。っていうか、あんまりコンクルージョンというかメッセージ性のない回だったかもしれないんですけど、えっと、今後そういうエピソードに、エピソード結構増えると思いますが、ご了承ください。えー、聞いてくださってありがとうございました。もしよかったら高評価よろしくお願いします。それでは次回お会いしましょう。バイバーイ。